entrance of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshola Scala. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Keep clapping, keep clapping. You see, keep clapping. You see, it's not every day you are told to keep clapping. It's not every day. It's not every Sunday that you are told to keep clapping.
Amen. You are welcome to church today. Are you blessed to be here? Change is coming your way. I said change is coming your way. A good change is coming your way. Are you here with me? Hallelujah. We are clapping and shouting to celebrate the Lord. Yeah. At the back, are you clapping at the back? At the back, are you clapping? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praising God is thanking God for what he has done for us. Amen. And as you are clapping, you are preparing yourself for the next thing that God is about to do for you. I remember a scripture Bishop Kweku showed us some time ago. Psalm 100 verse 4, Message Bible. Very quickly. And you will see why I want you to praise the Lord. Because we are in a season where we are preparing for good things to happen in our lives. And we are preparing you to have good things in your life. Amen. What do you think? Let, let's start from verse 1. Is it Message Bible? Okay. On your feet now, applaud. Applaud God. On your feet now, applaud God. Give the Lord a shout. Verse 2. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourselves into his presence. Come on, somebody. Verse 3. Know this, God is God. And God and God. He made us. We didn't make him. We are his people, his well-tended sheep. It means that God takes good care of his children. And God is about to take good care of you. 
this Christmas, God is going to take good care of you. Verse 4. Enter with the password. Thank you. Give a clap offering unto the Lord again. So as you were clapping unto the Lord and shouting unto the Lord, you were entering the password. Does somebody want to give the Lord a clap offering now? Hallelujah. Sit down. Is it not a blessing? Ushers, I can see some empty chairs here. There are some empty chairs here. I don't know. Where the, you, amen. You are welcome to church. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are welcome to church. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor. You're in a very good church. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor, you're in a miraculous church. Turn to another neighbor and say, neighbor, me, I'm staying in this church. I hope you're also staying. What did your neighbor say? Me, I'll be here every Sunday. Will you be here every Sunday? Give the Lord a clap offering. We've been talking about faith. And the reason, you see, I have a purpose of teaching you about faith. You know, just last week, in the first service, I was believing God for eye miracles. So I was saying that those with eye conditions should be healed. After the service, a boy was brought to me. The boy can't see. And I was told that they had, when they went to hospital, they, they said they should send the boy to blind school. So I just prayed for the boy outside. And today, I said they should come to my office. So they came. When they came, then they told me something. The boy can't see still. He can't see very well. But they told me that after the prayer, they used to lead the boy. You see, they need to lead the boy. Somebody, because he can't see properly. So they need to but they noticed that after the prayer under the tree, they noticed that now the boy can go to certain places by himself. Yeah. 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 Uh, Madam, you were there. Yeah. So now, even though they used to lead him around, now there are some places he can go by himself. But first, you have to lead him there. 
Yeah. So I told you that you will read very soon. Yeah. Hallelujah. Your miracle is on the way. And I'm teaching you faith so that you believe in things. Are you here with me? I'm teaching you faith so that you do what? Believe in things. Amen. Yeah. All right. I had some, what, notification testimony from Melissa. Wow. Her financial status has changed. Melissa, remember to pay your tithe. I'm teaching you faith so that you will know that God is with you. I'm teaching you faith so that you will know that God has not abandoned you. Hallelujah. I'm teaching you faith so that you will know how to walk with God. Are you here with me? And today I'm talking about faith makes preparations. Faith makes preparations. Your faith will cause you to prepare. What you believe causes you to prepare. Amen. You don't just wait for things to happen. You see, normally when you just sit down, nothing happens. But when you start preparing for things, you realize that good things are about to happen to you. Are you here with me? And I see some people here, good things are waiting to happen to you. I said good things are waiting to happen to you. I want to really encourage you. I've been believing God that you in particular, this year your story must change. That's what I'm believing God for. That you'll be a different person. When people see you, they say, was this not the guy that something, somebody, it looks like his story, his life, something about him has changed. I'm sure now when Melissa is walking, she can walk like that because... <laughs> Amen. I'm telling you, I want you to take this journey with me and begin to see things happen. Begin to see the hand of God in your life, at your workplace, at your family level. Faith makes preparations. Amen. Sit down. Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering again. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet. Amen. Moved with fear, prepared. He prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness. 
which is by faith. Amen. So when you have faith, you prepare for things you can't see right now. Amen. You prepare for things you cannot see. Hallelujah. But I want to show you that we have faith all the time. We've all gone to school to a point before. You realize that you start preparing for an exam that has not come. And even as you are preparing, you begin to project that this exam, let me study to get 70 or 75. And you see that because you believe an exam is coming, and because you believe you can get a certain mark, you even prepare a certain way. When there is real faith, you see people preparing for things. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Real faith. When you see somebody of faith, he doesn't just sit down. Amen. You see, even when we are praying for miracles and praying for healing, there's been a preparation. Prayers have been prayed. As I'm preaching to you, we've prepared before we are preaching. Hallelujah. Because you know what? I believe that you will enjoy the preaching. I've prepared so that you can enjoy the preaching. So we don't just sit down and come and preach. But because of what we believe, we prepare to get a certain result. Amen. So, so when, when, when you are preaching and it's not working, my dear pastor, did you prepare? Did you sprinkle some Holy Ghost anointing over those your preaching notes? Because good preaching doesn't just happen. If you have faith, you prepare. Amen. Are you here with me? So because Noah believed, even though he could not see, so many of the things we are talking about, there are things you cannot see yet. You see, we are saying your story, your story that will change as you are sitting here, probably your story hasn't changed yet. You may even be wondering, how will my story change? Because being one of God of things not yet seen. I'm warning you about a story of your life that you have not yet seen. But what Noah did was that he believed the Lord. He did what? Believe the Lord. Today, I want you to believe God. I want you to believe God that my story will change. Amen. I want you to really believe God. That my life will not end like this. If you are a single girl, you must believe God that I'm going to get a beloved. Nobody has come back. I believe a handsome boy is just, he's marking time. I know he's coming. 
I believe God is going to bless me very soon. When you dress up and you are coming, then they ask you, ah, are you going to meet your beloved? They say, the beloved hasn't come, but I believe. So I'm preparing. I am preparing. Amen. Maybe some people in university, you must prepare to be a first class student. Yeah. Prepare. So Noah prepared. When the flood came, he was not found wanting because he prepared. What are you preparing for in life? Anything you don't prepare for, you won't get it. Yeah. You see, when you see a rich man, you need to understand that the rich man prepared to be rich. Number one, he believed that I can be great. But if I don't prepare, I will not be great. How many want to be great here? Do you want to be great? I see you becoming great. I said I see you becoming great. But what I need from you is start preparing to be great. Amen. I said start preparing to be great. That's what I want to tell you. Did you meet your wife three days ago? And I want to marry you. Then you, uh, this thing, you went to sign, maybe you, you met her on Wednesday. Then you went to see the parents on Thursday. Then on Friday, you went to sign. Then on Sunday, you came to church together. Is that what happened? You had to what? Prepare. How many years have you known this lady? Three years. So to marry her, you've been preparing for three years. And we are saying that faith eh, makes preparations. Noah had to, when he believed God that, look, I'm going to flood the world. Noah had to take a number of weeks, months, probably some years to build an ark. You see, just because he had faith, it didn't mean that something dropped, bam, like that. No, but his faith caused Noah, a man of faith, it caused him to what? Prepare. Uh, over here, are you listening to what I'm saying? Give me a wave if you are here. Give me a wave. Wow. Wow, I'm also waving at you. I'm also waving. All of you here, you will be great in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you. So it says by faith, he built an ark. Yeah. It didn't say by faith, he got miracles. He said by faith, he built an ark. So you realize that there are some things in life you need to prepare for. If the whole time you are sitting at home, much may not happen to you. So I'm prophesying to you greatness. If you believe what I'm saying, start preparing. I said, if you believe what I'm saying, start preparing. Because there is greatness in you. Bible says you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. Through Christ who loved you, greater is the one that is in you than he that is in the world. There is greatness already in you. But 
if you do not prepare, you will not see that greatness. Are you here with me today? If I tell you that I see you becoming a millionaire, you must start preparing to be that millionaire. with me. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You see, I, I, I have been believing God for thousands of members. Thousands of members. Please look around you. Just look around you. And you see, what I want to tell you is this. The thousands of members don't just drop. There is real preparation. I said there is real preparation. There is real work that goes on. If you are going to see the thousands in the church, the same way if you are going to see thousands in your bank account, if you are going to see cars parked in front of your house, there is a preparation. Amen. You see, the other time, there's one guy, I'm sure he will share the testimony. I don't know when he will share. But you see, I met him one day. His car was giving him problems. I said, before the end of this year, you have a new car. Yeah. Last week we were there. He said, I have a testimony. Bishop told me that by the end of the year, before the end of the year, I'll get a new car. I've got the new car. Yeah. Faith! But you got to prepare. I said, you got to prepare. somebody, you was giving offering that said, oh, receive a new car. How did he get the car? He prepared and he bought the car. How You see, he believed that as he believed that thing, then he prepared the money and he got the car. Faith prepares. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It doesn't matter how God does it. But you got to prepare. If I say, I see you going to university, you must prepare by working hard so that you pass your WASI or BEC or whatever it is. Faith will make you prepare. Somebody say, I'm preparing. Somebody say, I'm preparing. I'm preparing. I will not sit down and do nothing again. I'm going to rise up. At the back here, are you here? I said, yeah, I'm going to rise up. I'm going to rise up. And I'm going to prepare. Give the Lord a shout. Hey. Somebody say, I'm going to prepare to have more money. I'm going to prepare to have a good job. I'm going to prepare to start a good business. I will prepare. I will not be lazy. I will prepare. Hey! Laziness doesn't make you prepare.
here with me? How many are going to start preparing? Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, some of you have to prepare to save. When you are buying kenke and fish, mame kenke, mame shitolo no tre. You see, if you are preparing, you eat the kenke and pepper alone. Because your shitolo tre is like what? How many cities? That's 15 cities. The shitolo alone is 15 cities plus the one Two kenke is what? Like four or five CDs. Isn't it? So by the time you alone, your kenke is 20 CDs. But if you are preparing to be rich, one of the things you prepare to do is that you prepare to save. you are channeling all your riches to the toilet, to the septic tank. That's where your riches are going. Instead of putting your riches in the bank, you are putting it in the toilet. Some people have been putting their riches in the toilet for a long time. Mami KFC. Mami Chofi. Are those people here, or is the wrong group I'm preaching? Is it the wrong group? Hey! How many are going to prepare? Let me give you a few things to prepare for. I have a number of points. Is somebody being blessed this morning? All right. You need to prepare for heaven and you need to prepare for eternity. It's also something you need to prepare for. Are you here with me? You need to prepare for what? And you need to prepare for what? You see, one day, God is going to destroy this earth. You may say, I have a house. When God collects his land, you will find somewhere to hang, hang, hang that house of yours. But you also discover that even the house, where you are going to hang it, it also belongs to God. So I don't know where you are going to put that your house. But you need to understand, if you're a man or woman of faith, one of the things you need to understand is that this earth is not there forever. And because this earth is not there forever, you need to prepare for the new earth and the new heaven. It's something that you need to prepare for. It's like being in school again. You don't stay in school forever. You don't stay in school forever. So you prepare to move out of the school, out of the dormitory or whatever it is. And then you go and find your own place. If you sit in the school and you don't prepare for life, you're about to receive a big shock of your life. Is that not so? So being in this earth is like being in school. One day you will finish the school and you have to go and fend for yourself somewhere. 
And that is why you must prepare for eternity. One of the callings of man is to prepare for eternity. You must prepare for heaven. It's a daily affair. We all don't know when we will die. Today, a couple were in my office. Uh, the, uh, the, the wife, the, the, the father has passed away. I've heard of so many people who have died. So many people. And you see, we don't know the timetable when you will die. There's no timetable which is showing us this will die here, that one will die here. We don't have those things. So I don't know when I'm going to die. So because I believe God can show me, so I pray to the Lord, can you give me some time? And then also I'm preparing for eternity. Because the moment I die, I can no longer prepare for eternity. So every day I spend some time to prepare for eternity. So if you're a man or woman of faith, one of the major things you will do is that you remember that heaven is real, hell is real, and I need to prepare. I need to live my life and prepare in such a way that when we cross into eternity, I'll be going to heaven and not to hell. You must prepare not to go to hell and you must prepare to go to heaven. Somebody say, I will prepare to go to heaven. I'm not going to go to hell. I'm going to prepare to go to heaven. Somebody clap unto the Lord. Faith loves what? Preparation. You must prepare to meet God. You must do what? To meet God. You see, when you are going to see a big man, you don't just go. There are certain preparations that need to be made. Are you here with me? And without those preparations... You can't meet any important person. Are you here with me? Without preparation, you can't meet any important person. Hallelujah. In the first service, I was showing them how I met one of the late Otunfos in his palace. And there's a lot of preparation. Amen. There's a way to behave in the Otunfos presence. You don't just go there and behave anyhow. Are you listening to me? So it's, it also means that when you are going to meet God, you can't behave anyhow. There's a way to behave if you are going to meet God. Hallelujah. And I remember when we got into the king's presence. Hey, when the king is coming, stand up. There's somebody there to ensure that don't you dare make a mistake here. So even as you, you are, it's not, you've seen him come, so you yourself, you're even getting up. Then they will shout at you, get up! Sit down! Bow your head! I said, hey! It's not easy. You'll be prepared. And that is why you must value your pastors. That's why you must value men of God and honor them. Because God passes your miracles through them. Honor them, protect them, respect them, bless them. Are you there with me? I'm telling you, 
Amen. In Amos chapter 4 verse 12, it says, Therefore, thus will I do unto thee, O Israel, and because I will do this unto thee, prepare to meet thy God. Amen. Uh, we said, let it rain, so it's raining. There are showers of blessing. You see, this is a prophetic rain to tell you that God heard you when you said, let it rain. And a blessing. He said, he causes his rain to fall on both the wicked and the good. You see, he's showering a blessing upon you. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. Yeah. So you may be sitting here today. This small rain that we are experiencing is, is to tell you that God hears you. I want you to know. I want you to know. Do you believe in such things? So you got to prepare to meet your God. Amen. That's a whole topic on itself. Another thing you need to prepare for is you have to prepare to work for God. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. For when, for the time ye ought to be what? Teachers. There comes a time where you need to be a teacher. Amen. You see, when you are born into a family, there comes a point where you need to marry. Is that not so? There comes a point where you must have children. Is that not so? There comes a point where you must be a wife or a husband. Now, if you are 57 and you've not done any of these things, will your family be happy with you? It's expected. Is it not expected? It's expected that at a certain point, you must bring somebody home that you are preparing to marry. Like our brother here has done. As you are married, Charlie, in 20, we are in what, 2021, as we are getting to the end of 2022, we should be doing baby dedication. Is that not so? So why is it that in the church, we can sit in the church for years and we don't grow into anything else? Somebody say, I'm changing. As I'm preaching to you, I'm looking at future pastors I'm looking at future bishops. I'm looking at future prophets. I'm looking at future center leaders. Because we are growing in the Lord. And you must prepare to work for the Lord. Are you here with me? It's something you must prepare for. Because it says for when? For the time. You ought to be teachers. It means that every Christian, there must be a point in your life where you are not the one taught, but now you have matured and you are able to teach. Amen. That is why many of us must be center leaders. I'm telling you. I'm preparing you to be a center leader. And you shall be. Amen. I said what? You shall be. Amen. Because you need to grow. He said, you have need to what? That one teach you again. 
Hallelujah. We've taught you how to do quiet time for five years. You still haven't gotten it. Hey. No, 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 no. You have to prepare to work for God. I said you have to prepare to work for God. Somebody say, I'm preparing to work for God. I'll also work for God. It's true. Not everybody will be a pastor. Not everybody will be a bishop. But as Christians, we will all work for God. You see, let me tell you something. Me, when I was growing up, nobody came to professor, I, I see something. I see that you are going to be a great man. No, no, no. There was nothing like that. And I've noticed that those who get those prophecies, normally they don't do much. It's also something. Oh, what I'm saying, is it not true? I've had several people. They'll come to my office. They'll say, ah. and somebody met me and said, hey, when he saw me, he knew that I'll be a great man of God and then I should watch myself and all that. You see, all those people, they don't become much. Why? Preparation. So I'm a product of normal Christianity. As I'm preaching to you, I've not been to Bible school. I've not been to the Anakazo Bible school. But I examine the pastors. I examine pastors. Before you become a pastor from our Bible school, I must have examined the person. Yes. And when I say pass, before you can be appointed a pastor, if I say fail, you cannot be appointed a pastor. Yeah. Are you here with me? Yeah. And all I'm trying to show you is that it's normal Christianity. I've just been a normal Christian. Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every You see, that is what I've been practicing. And that's how I've come to be here today. Normal Christianity. There's no special, there's no special Christianity. You see, when you hear testimonies here, you see, if I came to tell you, ah, I remember in uh, the year 2000, I went to Atria Mountains. By, by the way, I've been to Atria Mountain before. Uh -huh. And, and um, when I went, I was there for three days dry. And then the Lord appeared unto me. And he told me that from today, you can heal the sick. Then you say, ah, uh-huh. That is why. I'm sorry to disappoint you. What this bishop that is, read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to grow. I like that. Let's go. Let's go. Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to. So how do miracles happen? If you ask me, how, ask me how do miracles happen? Read your Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want to. How do what? Healing happen. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. 
Read your Bible, pray every day if you want. How do the prophecies come to pass? Bible, pray every day, pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray. So what I'm doing to have miracles is a very simple thing that everybody can do. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Are you here with me? Yeah, that, that's it. Ah, how did our bishop write all the books he has written? Read your Bible, pray. That's what the prophet does. Pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day if you want. It doesn't, it, it, it even doesn't sound powerful. But I'm telling you, I don't go to Atria Mountain. I prefer to pray in my room. Yes, it works for me. I've been there before. You have not, many of you have not been there. I've been there before. I've been there for three days dry before. Yes. So we believe in such things. But we know that when you read your Bible and pray every day, you grow. So everything I'm teaching you, Every miracle you see, every prophecy comes from this thing. Read your Bible and pray every day. Put your hands together for the Lord. We see, when a, when a pastor can say, the other day I was waiting upon the Lord. All he was, all he's trying to tell you that I was praying. That's all he's telling, he's telling you. There's no, you know, there's no whatever. There's no real secret to it. It's just that I was praying and then the Lord, you know, the Holy Spirit ministered to me. That's all. That's what it is. Hey! You know, the way he said that I was waiting upon the Lord. Say, hey, they're bearing me to wait upon the Lord. Ah, when you start praying, you are waiting upon the Lord. I said, when you start praying, you are waiting upon the Lord. When he starts to preach, I'm going to give you a certain revelation. So now when you have, when you, when you read the Bible, you think you don't have revelation. Is somebody encouraged today? Yes. How many can read their Bible? Can you read your Bible? Can you pray? Ah, then it's a start. And I, can, I want to tell you that if you read your Bible and pray every day, you can be a center leader. Because I, I've read my Bible and prayed every day and I'm a bishop. So how can you read your Bible, pray every day and become a center leader? Somebody say, it's possible. How many are going to prepare? Are you going to prepare to do such things? <laughs> anyway. We have to move on. Prepare to meet your judge. Another thing you have to prepare to do is to meet your judge. 2 Corinthians 5.10 For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every man, everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he have done whether it be good or bad. Amen. 
you must prepare. When you are going to court, you have to prepare your case properly. Otherwise, you will lose the case. And when you are preparing to meet God as your judge, you need to prepare. Amen. Somebody say, I'm going to prepare. One of the ways to prepare to meet the judge is to pray for forgiveness before the judgment day. On the judgment day, you can't ask for that forgiveness, but before the judgment day. So every day, one of the prayers you should pray is that, Lord, forgive me my sins. It's a prayer you must pray every day because it prepares you for the judgment day. Okay. Next point. Faith is to make adjustments. Faith is to what? Faith is to make what? Amen. Wow. Are you prepared to make adjustments? Huh? Yeah. When you have faith, you have to adjust your life. Are you there? So we said that the first point we made is that what? Faith makes preparations. Yeah, if you are not prepared, bad things happen. I drive a lot. When I'm driving, I'm prepared. Why? An accident can happen. Maybe I'm not seeing somebody. And I'm prepared for all those things. And because of that, even a scratch, I've not even got a scratch on my car because... I believe that something bad can happen, so I'm always looking and watching. You see, you see when I'm preaching to you, I don't wear glasses. When I'm driving, I wear glasses so that I can see everywhere properly. Yeah? I tell you. Are you there with me? So faith makes adjustments. In Genesis chapter 17, verse 21, and Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac, but unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac, his son, while he yet lived. Amen. You see, Abraham believed that Isaac was the son of promise. So he didn't want anything disturbing the son of promise. Hallelujah. So he gave gifts to those around and said they should all go and leave his son alone in peace. Hallelujah. Today, I want you to know that God is preparing gifts for you. And he's asking certain people to move away from you. Because you, you are the child of promise. I said you are the special child. The child of promise is the special child. And today, if you are listening to me, you are a special child. If you believe it, shout amen. I can't hear you. Say, I am a special child. Lift up your right hand and say, I'm the child of promise. Say, I'm a child of miracles. I'm a miracle child. Good things are going to happen to me. Faith makes adjustments. Amen. Faith makes what? If you have faith, you marry properly. Yes. You marry properly because you have faith. Hallelujah. When you have faith, there are certain things you need to change. Hallelujah. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Certain things have to change. Selassie, come. You see, if you come to church after I finish preaching, then you see one girl. And then I'm coming with the girl like that. Will you not say, hey, bishop? Will you not say, hey, bishop? Uh huh. So to do what I'm doing, if I believe in what I'm doing, I have to make certain adjustments. I have to make certain adjustments. If you are going to be a good Christian, you have to make adjustments. Again, if you want to prosper, and one of the strong things, one of the strong things I want to happen to you is that I want you to prosper. Yeah, it's one of the things that I want you to believe God, number one. Number two, I want you to prosper. I want it to be a congregation of millionaires, which are you. It's not like we are waiting for Bill Gates to join the church, no. We are waiting for you to be like Bill Gates. Amen. Amen. Alright? So, you need to understand that if you are going to be rich, if you don't make adjustments in your life, you want to be rich. You don't even know what a bank is. You don't have a bank account. You will not be very rich. Somebody said, I have Momo. Don't say, I have Momo. I said bank account. I didn't say Momo. I'm saying proper bank account. Can I give you some advice? Everybody here, get a bank account. Echo Bank, Stam Big Bank, Access Bank, a good bank. And Bishop, I have a rural bank. I didn't say rural bank. Not rural bank. Proper bank. Will you obey? Yes. Look, we are on a journey. We are on a journey for you to prosper in case you don't know. So open a bank account with a good bank. So that when you travel to Togo and you put in your visa card, it should still work. When you travel to Germany, it should still work. May your traveling documents go through. Somebody's filing is going through. I think maybe American filing. Is it America that they do filing and those things? May it go through in the name of Jesus. May you receive good news from an embassy. Amen. Are you still here? So you have to make adjustments. If you are going to pray every day, you can't sleep till 7.15. You have to adjust your sleeping time so that there's time to pray. Maybe at first you were not coming to church. So you used to wash your clothes on Sunday. But now you come to church. So you need to, if you believe in what you are doing, you need to make an adjustment. You can no longer wash on Sundays because you found something. You found something precious. And because of that precious thing you found, you can't continue to wash on Sunday. Because when we look at the adjustments you make in life, we can see what you believe. Since you started working for that Lebanese, you started wearing short skirts. Since you started working for that Lebanese. Why? It's because of what you believe. 
Because, because another person will go to that same Lebanese because of what the person believes. He said, this job, bye-bye. And will even go hungry because there's no job. But the Bible says that we shall serve and he shall bless. We shall serve and he shall bless. We shall serve and he shall Amen. Are you here with me? I want to tell you something. The moment you start making adjustments, you are, be you are going to begin to see the blessing of God in your life. The moment you start making adjustments, you are going to see blessings in your life. I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to lie to you. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. Don't worry, I've almost finished preaching. Because of time, let me go to my last point. Faith is to fight. Faith is to fight. 1 Timothy 6.12 Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Amen. Amen. When you have faith, you will fight. In Matthew chapter 11 verse 12, the Bible says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. You see, when we see what you fight for, we will know what you believe. So fight the good fight of faith. Okay? Fight the good fight of faith. Fight to be a good Christian. Amen. And I want to give you another one. Fight for a positive change in your life. Amen. I said fight for what? A positive change in your life. So number one, faith loves preparation. Number two, faith makes what? Adjustments. And number three, faith fights. Amen. Having a big church is a fight. It's a real fight. Archbishop Duncan Williams will tell you that life doesn't give you what you deserve. Life gives you what you fight for. If you don't fight for your Christian life, you go to hell. I said, if you don't fight for your Christian life, you will go to hell. If you don't fight for your prosperity, you will live in poverty. If you don't fight for progress, you will go backwards. That's just how it is. Anything you have in life is something you need to fight for. Somebody say, I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight. Let me show you a last scripture and then we'll close. Is your life changing today? Many of you are going to become stars. You see, there's going to come a time they will look for you to select you. I said a time is coming they will look for you to select you. Somebody say, I shall be selected. I'm going to be selected. They will say, no, not that one. Not that one. Is it that? No, not this one. It's not that. Aha, uh -huh, that one. And that one will be you. Somebody shout amen. You will be shocked yourself.
that you've been selected. I said you'll be shocked that you are, you've been selected. Amen. Let me show you a scripture in Psalms. I want to show you something. It says, Blessed be the Lord that teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Where is that scripture? Put it on the board for me. Blessed is the Lord that teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. And you realize that even David, the man after God's own heart, the man after God's own heart, God, you see, he said, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war. So you realize that God himself, he teaches his children how to fight. So if you're a man of faith, one of the things you will have to do is that you have to fight to be a good Christian. You have to fight demons. You have to fight devils. You see, there is a fight in this life to the extent that the man that God really loves, the man after God's own heart, he said that my God is my strength. He has taught me what? He teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Somebody say, I'm going to fight. I want you to engage in a fight that will ensure that your Christmas will be good. Because faith fights. Look, getting miracles is a fight too. If you like, come and try. Just come and try. And then you'll see that it's not a simple thing. Try to have a last church. Just come and try. And then you realize that it's not easy. It's a fight. Bill Gates used to be the richest man in the world. Today, he's not the richest man in the world. Somebody has taken... You see, to remain at number one is a fight. To remain holy is a fight. One day, a certain married woman went to university. When he got to the university, then a certain boy came. He said, I like you. He said, I am married. He said, I know. Me, I like the married ones. So you realize that you think you have finished the fight by marrying the girl. Not knowing that there's somebody is the married one. So you see that to keep the wife has turned into another fight. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> the husband is shaking here. Somebody say, I'll fight. I'll fight. I want to tell you today. Prepare for your testimony. I'm te I want to tell you, prepare for your testimony. Prepare for a life-changing experience. Prepare for it. Make adjustments to see the hand of God in your life. Yeah. There will be Christmas testimonies. You, you see that when we enter next year, you realize, oh, during the Christmas, I was this, 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 now I'm that, 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 that. Before the Christmas, it was this, 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 now it is that, 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 that. Before the Christmas, I was walking, now I'm driving. You see, if you look, the red car over there, that is my car. 
Oh, before the Christmas, for seven, for what, seven years, no beloved. Now I have a beloved. At the end of 2022, I'm getting married. You see, th those will be your stories. I said, those will be your stories. I said, those will be your stories. And someone said, before Christmas, there was no school fees. Now there's school fees plus uh, what? Scholarship plus chop money. Everything is coming. Hey! What I need from you. Can I ask you to do something for me? I need you to prepare. I need you to adjust. Maybe your help is coming from somebody, but you don't respect. You have to make the adjustment of showing respect. And then your breakthrough is coming. Just respect. You see, we just had a password, thank you, isn't it? I've gone to say thank you and received a car before. I went to say thank you and I got a car. It's real. Maybe you are lazy. You need to make an adjustment and become a bit more serious. And then you will see that your breakthrough is coming. Yeah. What do you think? I'm telling you. Maybe what you need now, if you just become Tibom, let, let me stand up here so that you can see me at the back. You see, if you are T-bomb, much cannot happen for you. But if you say, hey, look, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent taken by force. Blessed be the Lord my strength who teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. I am going for this break. Then you see that things are beginning to happen for you. You may be a student. You may be homeless. You may have nobody to help you. But if you listen to what I'm saying, I'm telling you that your story will change very soon. I don't care where you sleep today. You are about to move into your single room. You are about to move into your house. If you believe. fight. Somebody say I'll fight. You got to make adjustments. Say I will adjust. You got to prepare. Say I will prepare. Stand to your feet. I want everybody here to pray. You want, you want to pray? Don't move out. Those who are moving out, stop. We are praying. It's a very spiritual atmosphere. Those who went preaching, instead of joining the prayer, then you start moving. After the prayer, you can move. You see, when you move, it doesn't affect me. It affects you. It doesn't affect me at all. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We want to pray. And you, you want to pray for yourself. You want to say, Lord, I need you to change my life. 
may change my life. Let there be a change. Let there be a change. You've changed so many people. Now it's my turn. I'm praying to God for a transformation in my life. Between now and this December, cause me to see changes in my life. Cause me, help me to prepare. Help me to adjust. Help me to fight. Somebody lift up your voice and pray. I want to hear some prayer in this place. Father, in the name of Jesus, the priest help us to pray. Help me to prepare. Somebody lift up your voice. You may not know what to say, but just say, Lord, help me to prepare. Help me to adjust. Help me to fight the good fight of faith. Father, in the name of Jesus, Rapata yandiri mozibiri satayandele mahayanda. Leita ba kabandiri mozibiri endelebe. Ita ba yandelebe. Ita bandiri mozibiri andelebe. Lift up your voice and pray. Esita yanderebelebe. Apayandiri mozibiri. Father, in the name of Jesus, Ita ba yanderebosaya. I have heard your word, O Lord. Ita yandere mozibiri. Change, oh Lord, a change in every area of my life. Help me, oh Lord, a change, Lord, in my marriage, Lord, a change, Lord, in my finances, Lord, a change in my Christian life, a change in my ministry, Lord. Father, I cannot do it on my own. Help me, Lord, to prepare, oh Lord, to adjust, oh Lord, to fight, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we'll lift our voices, Lord, from the lily of the valley cathedral. It is our desire, Lord. We'll lean on your word. We claim your word. That the desire of the righteous will never ever be cut off, Lord. For this cause, oh Lord, we need a change, Lord. A change, Lord. Like Jonah raised up his voice the other time. I cry by reasons. By reasons of my affliction, Lord. I need a change. I need a change in my business. I need a change. I need a change. Ikeri 
Lord, it is you alone that can bring that change in my life. Itapa, itapa, rakapa, rakapa, izebele moha, arande kapaya, arande kapaya. Itayane, I need somebody who need a change. Ah, a change, Lord. Change, Lord. Ikele maha. Atani ni mosi. Atani ni mosi. Ataranda. Atekele mosi chenye. Lepre lepre. Apaya apaya. Apaya apaya. It is my time, oh Lord. It is my season, Lord. Ikapaya. Lita paya ni mosaya. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you are turning our lives around. We thank you that you are giving us a new chapter and a fresh chapter. I thank you, Lord, that every person under the sound of my voice is a child of destiny. Lord, I thank you that you are causing them to be like Isaac and like Jacob in the name of Jesus. Lord, may they be truly blessed. In their family, may they be called the blessed ones. May they be called the ones that cause good things to work and good things to happen in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we give you glory in the name of Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed, you may be here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. When I was preaching, as part of what I said, I said that you must prepare for heaven and you must prepare for eternity. If you are here today and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are not prepared for eternity. If you are here, you don't know whether you are going to heaven or hell. You are not prepared. I want to pray with you so that you will be prepared for heaven. I want you to, I want to pray with you so that you will be prepared for eternity and for heaven. So if you are here like that, just lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, is there anybody here like that? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today. We pray in the name of Jesus. As we are taking this journey of faith, may great things happen in our lives, great transformations, so that we'll be able to say that you are a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. And we're able to say that, my God, oh Lord, help us. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you. And we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.